Hi, I'm Alois Mungira and you're listening to the CFM Sport Podcast. Z. And it's Messi! It is the cleanest of clean finishes and the best on the planet. It's time for the biggest sports stories. Chelsea, the UEFA Champions League winners of 2021. The biggest interviews. That uh, such a great spectacle is ruined by such such thuggish behaviour. And all the analysis right here. He's the one player that has the arrogance to think that he can play in any stadium in the world and any pitch in the world in front of any player in the world and take them on. Every weekday, it's my sport, it's your sport. It's ZFM Sport. Let's join the team for the biggest show in the world of sport on ZFM Stereo. My station, your station. It's Topia Tuesday on a ZFM Sport, despite our producer's protestations, thinking that it's actually a Wednesday. But we finally convinced him that it is indeed a Tuesday <laughs> and a Topia Tuesday at that. Welcome to it. The team is here. Mike, Chris, Alois, my name is Barry. And of course, our producer is Sean. On the home front today, Dynamo's coach, Tundra Indiraya, says he is not worried by booze and the unflattering protest songs aimed at him from Dynamo's fans following the Glamour Boys drab, goalless draw with Triangle United that saw them lose ground in the title race. In our Formula 1 uh, report, which is probably brought to you by Zimoko Carlos Sainz, uh, says he kept believing he could clinch his maiden Grand Prix win at Silverstone despite falling behind teammate uh, Charles Leclerc in Formula 1's British Grand Prix. In Around the World in 60, we have updates from Dunedin, Birmingham and London. In the beautiful game, Banyana Banyana head coach Desiree Ellis hailed her charges 2-1 victory against Nigeria as a massive three points in their quest to lift the Women's Africa Cup of Nations a title. We'll have a full report for you on tonight's edition of ZFM Sport. We'll also go to Europe where Manchester United are unsure whether Cristiano Ronaldo will fly out with the team on Friday for the pre-season tour of Thailand and Australia. And news out of Germany is that the champions Bayern Munich are interested in striking a deal to sign Juventus centre-back Matthias De Ligt. The Home Front. Local sports news and analysis. From Rufaro to Barberfield, Mandava to Nyamunga, all the perfect moments in the Castle Lager Premier Soccer League come together on ZFM Sport. We're discussing the 7 million or the team that the 7 million support and that is Dynamo. So no doubt you've got an opinion. Uh, send it to us on our WhatsApp number 0731-168045. That's 0731-168045. To thanks Muzimba, uh, brevity is your friend. Mm. Be brief. Be pithy. <laughs> yes. Be pithy. And everything will be good. Right, let's get into it, guys. Dynamo's coach, Tundra Indiraya, says he is not worried by booze and the unflattering protest songs aimed at him from Dynamo's fans following the Glamour Boys drab goalless draw with Triangle United that saw them lose ground in the Castle Castle Lager Premier Soccer League title race. Uh, playing a day after defending Champions FC Platinum had dislodged Chicken Men from the apex with a comprehensive 3-0 win at Luveve. Dynamo's were always going to feel the heat and supporters broke into protest songs reminding Diraya that he was standing on shaky ground. Phenomenal translation there by producer Sean. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> UK-based journalist and analyst Makumburero of Mako Gold, Mutim Kulu, says Twindra Indiraya is now a failing to live up to the promises he made to the fans. Twindra Indiraya finds himself now failing to walk the talk that he made. Remember, he infamously came out and said, we are not Manchester City. We don't pass it around aimlessly. What matters most at the end of the day is to win. So the Dynamo's fans then, the Dimbari Defence Force is always ready to defend the club. The mythical 7 million fans, they said, okay, fine. You have defined how you want to be judged. We will judge you based on the results that you bring us. But when you beat Wawa 2-1, a Wawa side that gets swallowed by many, um, you draw last minute against Blau City, okay, Islanders, you lose against the Rentals, you don't score, you beat a struggling Caps United you fall to Yada, you don't score against Triangle, and it's a goalless draw. And those same fans then, that defined you and defended you by saying, look, here is our coach. 
he does not believe in passing it aimlessly or passing it like Manchester City. The Raz Matas is gone. The beautiful is gone. We are dynamos. We win matches. Suddenly, this dynamo side is not winning matches. And the same fans that were on his side have suddenly turned on him announcing Paumiri Pakaoma. And that's an infamous song that many a coach have had a few days or hours, days before you get fired. What do you do when faced with such a situation? You need to start winning games. Now, Dynamos, can they win games? They haven't been scoring. For all the talent that they are said to have up, up front, they are not scoring goals. And Tony Rendere, what he needs to do now is he needs to win those fans over. Because there are indications um, as evidenced by the way he was suspended pending dismissal um, a few weeks ago that everything is not well at Dynamos between him and the club executive so he has lost some members of the executive and the fans that at the National Sports Stadium made their feelings known that look you're standing on treacherous ground and for Tondera Indira what he needs to start doing now is to win and also to make a decision to say this is the team that I'm going with these are the 11 men I will trust with doing duty for Dynamos he seems to be chopping and changing his team I'm not sure if it's based on what happens at training or something to do with the spiritual side of football but there's a lot of changing that that's, that's going on the team that beats Caps United gets changed in the following game and it's all coming down to him and also yes post-match press conferences are a must but you can be measured in the things that you say Yes, fans are allowed to react that way, but what matters is where you are going. Where are you going? Because if the log is to be used as a compass, FC Platinum are going up, Chicken in are going, are doing the chasing, and Dynamo's Dimbari are losing ground. All this now comes back to haunt you because the people that watch you, the fans, they use what you say against you. And that's the tragedy that Tonera Indira has. Dynamos needs to start winning, but they are not scoring enough, they are not creating enough, and they are meeting teams that know that if we don't make silly mistakes at the back, Dynamos do not score. And once you cannot concede chances of you losing, I mean are next to none. Are next to none. Yikes, Marco Gold with an absolute solid goal. That's why we love him on this show because he says it the way that he wants to say it and probably says some of the things that many people are thinking, Michael. And in truth, Dynamo's fans are not happy right now and the truth is he's spot on that they're using his very words that he used when he was walking on water uh, against him and saying it's not going so well now. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, just the one win in the last six matches and that was against Caps United, a team that uh, all and sundry were beating at that stage. Uh, so we can't look at that result and say, you know what, uh, that was a free pass for Tundirai Stanz and Diraya. The latest result, a goalless draw against Triangle. Yes, Triangle, a decent side. Uh, that's not a result that you Usually people would complain about but I think the complaints that are coming from the Dimbare faithful are in the context of a run of games and when you consider the run of games it includes a defeat to Yada it includes of course a goalless draw against Herentals uh, a 3-0 mauling versus Highlanders courtesy of course uh, of the disciplinary committee but a 1-0 defeat at uh, Barber Fields Stadium a 1-0 draw uh, versus a uh, bottom of the table Bulawayo City simply not good enough mm. the last time that they won any match worth mentioning was when they beat Wawa mm. uh, so that's a run of results that the Dynamos fans are looking at and thinking to themselves you know what from the last available 18 points we've only managed to pick uh, 6 points yeah. FC Platinum on the other hand from the last available 30 points mm. have picked up 27 points yeah. that's championship form yeah. for Dynamos it's relegation form uh, and then if we consider uh, performance Mike has rattled off the statistics uh, but football's flavor on the green grass and then when you look at what is happening on the green grass it's not very encouraging is it Alois because uh, the goal is draw with, with the triangle yes it'll read nil all but a very drab affair uh, didn't look like Dynamos were uh, at the races didn't look like there was any cohesion uh, but FC Platinum on the other hand the so-called one that passes the ball a thousand times seemed to be heading in the right direction playing the right sort of football 
Yeah, uh, the, uh, I agree with uh, with Marco 100% because, you know, when he said what he said right here on the show, I I, I, I got, you know, I was like, what is he talking? What is he saying? Because I knew exactly this is how it works in football. What do you say? People don't forget. Yeah. They don't forget what you say. But if you are especially saying... Especially local ones. Yes, <laughs> especially if you do it in a not so humble way. Yeah. You know? So, when we say it, when he said he doesn't... Uh, consider good football but football is entertainment this is an entertainment industry fans want to be entertained yes the results come as of it comes from entertainment as a as consequence well. yes of the they want to be entertained so performance brings results so if you are grinding results and not getting performances and you say this is the way i do things then they'll be like okay deliver, yes yeah. you better deliver we'll keep we'll, 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 we'll be okay it's fine we have the results but the day you start losing, you've got nothing for mitigation, yeah, nothing yeah, yeah. to hold on to. Remember, we're talking about Ateta. Ateta was losing, but he hung on. Even some of us, the sympathizers from outside, we were like, but they're playing good football. Yeah. Same thing with Norman Mapesa when FC Platinum were kind of struggling. But we said, but these boys are playing good football. And now they're starting scoring and everything just falls into place gotcha. because they've gotcha. now started playing. Because why? Because they've been playing good football. They were just not scoring. Now it's the other way around. So there, he, he, he killed himself. Wait. He is the show home. <laughs> <laughs> As the song goes, Chris. Uh, but... You, you you look at there's no news that's come out of Dynamo's that uh, he, he's been asked to vacate his position he obviously started the, the preparations for uh, the game against uh, Kremlin Bullets which is at Vengere uh, on Saturday uh, today uh, and uh, did so as head coach of Dynamo's is the fact that he had such a good start to the season probably one of the best starts for Dynamo's in a very long time mitigating against any action that Dynamo's will want to take is this weekend almost do or die yeah 100 when you take a look at this weekend it's almost he needs to redeem himself and not with a not with a draw not with a shaky display i think he needs to first of all sort out exactly what that starting 11 looks like mm. and keep the starting the winning 11 together that's the first thing the next thing that he needs to do is to make sure he gets a convincing win when you take a look at the side that he's coming up against cranbourne bullets yes they don't concede easily but it's a side that we expect a, a team that is supposed to be chasing the championship to beat. So if they're going to be saying that they are chasing the championship, they're competing with the likes of FC Platinum and Chicken Inn, then this is a win that should, he needs to should get. He, should he heave a, a sigh of relief that he's away from home? That at least he doesn't have the pressure of home? No one cares at this point. I don't think the <laughs> no, Dynamo fans care. No, they'll, whether they'll, he's they'll, home they'll or whether there. he's away, he needs to get away. Yeah, and listen, they, there's no town you're going to go and play in uh, where there are no Dynamo fans. Sure. Yeah, fans, yeah. Fans, uh, yeah in, invariably, the 7 million fans that have never grown since 1980. They're always there uh, in every part of the country. I mean, uh, it's only in a few uh, places where uh, Dynamos are going to be outnumbered in a stadium. So there is always going to be that pressure. Uh, I think, to be honest, he doesn't need a convincing win. He just needs to win, to win. versus Cranbourne Bullets. Right. Uh, just to get the trade moving in the right direction. But I, I draw parallels with what happened in Manchester United. Uh, I think uh, Ndiraya is uh, probably a victim of his own uh, success at the start of the season. Okay. Why? Because that start created expectations. Yeah, uh, it be gave the faithful the hope that they would be in the title shakeup. Yeah. In fact, when Dynamo's led, there are many that believe that this was our year. This is the, this year, is the yeah. year that we end the dominance of FC Platinum. This is a year that we climb back to the top of our throne. Pretty much what happened with Manchester United when they finished second mm. in the Premier League. Yeah. And then there are a lot of people that believed, you know what, we just make one or two signings. No, we we'll add Ronaldo, on, yeah. we add Sancho. We should have a team that's going to kick on and challenge for the title, but it was not to be. So I think that start sort of like covered over a number of cracks and a number of issues at Dynamos. And so now that other teams are sort of like hit their stride, that other teams know how Dynamos play, other teams are coping better with Dynamos. Uh, the likes of Bill Antonio, ETC are no longer getting the space that they were getting uh, at the start of the season. It looks like now teams have measured up Dynamos and are finding a way, a very comfortable way to deal with Dynamos. And it's the sides now that have got a plan 
plan mm. off the bench. Yeah. I've got players that have got a bit of an X factor about them that are beginning to win matches. We're beginning to see it with the likes of Walter Musona, yes. the likes of Musa at yeah. Chicken Inn. Yeah. Those are players that can make a difference. When you look at the Dynamo's attack, who makes a difference in that attack? Yeah, who starts in the attack? Let's start yeah. there because <laughs> sometimes Orotomal is in, sometimes he is. It's all over the place. I also, the foil that is Shadrach Nyahua is gone. You know, it, tireless it, in midfield. Indeed. Worked hard. Covered a lot of yards. He's no longer there. I I, I saw a, a tweet where they celebrated his return. He might well be back uh, from his trials. They're going to need him. And uh, uh, I think it was celebrated uh, rather vociferously on that very basis that they need him back. Uh, Alois, I want to go back to the point that Mike makes about the victim of his own success. Therefore... The fact that we make the assumption that the Dynamos executive has a decision to make, is is there really a decision to make? Because in truth, best starts in many years for Dynamos. This is a bit of a shaky period. Perhaps there's, there's no crisis at all at Dynamos. Yeah, you see, uh, the, under normal circumstances, we look at the log, you look at the... It's, it's not a crisis at all. When you look at the squad, like the good start, they were, they were actually shooting uh, above their... Yeah, wait. Yeah, about their weight because when you look at their squad, you compared to Highlanders, compared to even Caps United. I yeah, actually Caps think United, that Caps United yeah. have got a better squad. Yeah. You know, but they did well. Yes, maybe not. There's in much. There's in much crisis. There's in much crisis in it. But it was aggravated by his statements. I'm, 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 I'll repeat okay. that okay. because his statement, people were like, "Whoa," you know, because people at the end of the day they want. In the yeah, yeah. And remember, those statements were, we don't get crisis those statements were a, a response to a protest, weren't they? So he, he invited uh, yes, the pressure. I think yeah, what he did yes, was exactly. that uh, there was an initial stirring amongst the fans and amongst certain say, sections of the media who mm. were saying, you know what, hang on, this is boring. There, there is no entertainment value. Uh, and yes, there were comparisons that were drawn with sort of like uh, mm. your your Kalistas Pasua, but Kalistas Pasua would never come out uh, and, and and he make comments yes. of this nature. No, he you know, exactly. he, he always kept his counsel. Yeah. He was always guarded, especially when it came into his interaction with the media. And would always promise and, 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 and say, yeah, the, yeah, the team is getting better. Yeah, yeah. That's what I want to say. So, so I, think, I think Tundera Indiraya lacked a bit of tact and also he may have prematurely written off uh, FC Platinum and yes. Norman Mapeza. Remember, there's, a, there's a, quite a bit of rivalry uh, between uh, Norman Mapeza and Tundera Stanz Indiraya that was birthed during uh, Stanza's time at Ngezi yes, Platinum yes, Stars exactly, where yeah. on a couple of occasions Ngezi came really close yeah. uh, and uh, Norman Mapeza is Broke the reason why Tundera Indiraya never quite succeeded at Ngezi Platinum Stars. Uh, just taking a look at our messages thanks to Mutzimba. Yes, he's gone quite pithy here. He says, good evening guys. I... I missed out yesterday uh, because I, I, uh, the, uh, I go a bundle on Caps Unite, uh, on Caps, guys. Ndira is the root and branch um, of uh, Zimbo uh, Southgate. Uh, they sing off, the sa- uh, sing off the same hymn sheet. He is a bang every day or average because he barks a good game, but the deer bite has been elusive. <laughs> Would I be absurd if I reckon there is an abyss between him and Mapeza? So those are the thoughts of uh, thanks. Uh, so he Zimba. reckons he's the Zimbabwe? version of Gareth Southgate. Yeah, wow. he's, he's got a good uh, bunch of players, but he doesn't know how to use mm. them. DJ Bongs in Eastley says the rails are falling off at Dimbare, the Glamour Boys, but I know Tonde, without in-house troubles, he will deliver. Cry, my beloved Chazungus. I don't know what he's basing it on. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. to be honest, yeah. because... He went to Ngezi Platinum Stars that had no in-house troubles. Uh-huh. Ngezi Platinum Stars that had minimal in terms of sort of like your in-house politics. Had all the resources, had a really good bunch of players. If you remember, yeah. uh, Stanza's uh, Ngezi well. Platinum mm-hmm. Stars mm-hmm. had your God knows Murgira. Oh, yeah, at his pump. It had Kada Amin yeah. at his pump. Yeah. Uh, it had the likes of Teguru. Teguru, Nguluve, Mavura. You know, those guys were an attacking trio that no one had seen and he still uh, came somewhat short uh, and so you know what I, I don't know what he's basing it on because uh, right they, now I, I can't see them making up the distance yeah. Except, especially if FC Platinum oh, goes oh, and wins the next game you many? know what the issue is with Tundera Indirai is we can't see what he's trying to do yeah. I think there's also the issue with the fans is we can't see what he's trying to do you he know says what he's he's trying to win games Chris. no That's but he's, he's, he's clearly not <laughs> yeah. he's clearly not yes, so, not. so <laughs> what is he trying to do what is he actually trying to I 
think that's the problem is you know what? Uh, there's yeah, no more defense for Tonde yeah. Raya. There's no more defense. I actually think our criticism is harsh. I think Dynamo's where they are right now is a good place. It is. Right now. That's why I say in the grand scheme. That's why I asked the question about is there a crisis because in truth the, the expectation that was created by the start that Dynamo's yes, got that's is, what's and also his, his, his yeah. comments uh, I, won't, I won't discount his comments he, he said the, the standard <laughs> he said the standard yes. I just wanted to respond but, but to he never said he was going to win the title he just said we don't play a we passing game <laughs> that's all he said I wanted to respond to the, to the, to the list now who talked about in-house how many in-house squabbles did Dynamo's have when Kalisto kept on oh, winning plenty no, plenty, how many? plenty plenty and, and in fact when <laughs> Dynamo's was cool and calm Kalisto was so it looked like he was a bit shaky. SJ has got in touch and he says it's now it now makes sense why Ngezi Platinum Stars fired in Diraya. He's all froth and no beer. That's a very yeah, interesting take that one. And then there's Nigel Jinjera in Bochamarange. He wow. sent a couple of emojis, a fire one, a fist bump, and clapping hands. He's enjoying the show. Good evening to you, Nigel. Uh, nice to know that you're getting us loud and clear. I, 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 guys, guys, I, I think, uh, and uh, send through your messages. Keep them coming through 0731168045. We'll read them when we get to our fan zone as well. Uh, but just probably to answer, Chris, I think I figured out that Tondira Indiraya is actually a very good defensive coach because his teams don't concede many. Hi, my name is Rune Shamba, my Toria's super striker. You're listening to ZFM Sports. We'll start off with some rugby news. Zimbabwe coach Brendan Dawson has made changes to the Sable starting 15 for the crucial Rugby Africa semi-final clash with Namibia to be played at Stade Maurice David in France tomorrow. The entire front row has been changed with Tyron Fagan to start at loose head prop, Matthew Mandioma at hooker and Kloppas Kundiona will scrum down at tight head prop. Sean Bever and Godfrey Muzanar will have retained their spots in the second row with the duo to once again lock the Zimbabwean scrum against the Namibians. France-based Tapiwa Tomondo starts at right flank where Calvin Kanenungo drops to the bench and there are no changes to the rest of the back line. Mike, how are you feeling about those changes? Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm happy with those changes. I think he's made changes in the areas that we talked about in yesterday's uh, edition of the show where we talked that there were concerns about the throwing uh, and concerns about the set pieces and he's made at least uh, four or five changes in the scrum and that is where the changes needed to be made. In Nepal, the Nepal World Cup is just over a year where and Jim's captain Felistas Kwangwa believes Zimbabwe is building an exciting team that will realize its full potential by qualifying for the global so- showcase set for South Africa. Cape Town will host the 16th edition of the competition, which will also be Africa's first time to host the Netball World Cup. Kwangwa is upbeat about the team's chances to progress to next year's tourney as the Gems are finalizing preparations for World Cup qualifiers. We'll finish off with some cricket news where the stage is shaping up for the qualifying ICC Men's T20 World Cup qualifier where host Zimbabwe will be vying for the remaining two slots at the 2022 ICC Men's T20 World Cup Finals to be held in Australia later this year. The Chevrons, who are currently holding a training camp in Bulawayo, are in Group A and will play Jersey, Singapore and the USA. Group B comprises the Netherlands, Hong Kong, Papua New Guinea and Uganda. The Netherlands were the first team to arrive in Zimbabwe for the qualifying tournament. After they touched down in Harare yesterday, we're going to give you all the updates on that qualifier on ZFM Sport. Sports News Roundup, where the world comes out to play. From sunny Melbourne to the streets of Monaco, the deserts of Bahrain to the jungles of Brazil, get up to speed on the Formula One Report. The Formula One Report is proudly brought to you by Zimoko, the home of F1 brands Mercedes-Benz and Alfa Romeo in Zimbabwe. Zimoko, specialized service for special brands.
Did you know that Zimoco is the only official distributor of the Pride of Italy, Alfa Romeo in Zimbabwe? Well, now you know. And guess what? We have stock arriving of the all-new and exciting Alfa Romeo Stelvio. It's impossible not to get excited behind the wheel of the Alfa Romeo Stelvio, where style and sportiness combine. It is powered by a two-liter turbo petrol engine generating 2,000 horsepower power talk with an eight-speed automatic transmission and all-wheel drive. The exterior of this awesome SUV is designed to engage the sensors with sleek headlight design, 20-inch alloy wheels, power-folding electrochromic mirrors, and exclusive aesthetic details such as body-colored wheel arches and rear bumper with black detailing and style and sportiness combined with the iconic Alfa Romeo Triolobe. You want to stay tuned to ZFM Sport for more. Z. The Formula One report has a distinctly Italian flavour because while we're talking about the Alfa Romeo, we're talking Ferrari in our Formula One report because Carlos Sainz says he kept believing he could clinch his maiden Grand Prix win at Silverstone despite falling behind teammate Charles Leclerc in Formula One's British Grand Prix. Sainz has said his first win in 150 starts is a day that he'll never forget after several near misses and a 2022 season in which he was generally struggled to match Leclerc. I don't know what to say. <laughs> uh, it's amazing. I mean, first race win, 150 races later with Ferrari in Silverstone. I cannot ask for more. It's a very special day, a day that I will never forget. A very special weekend in general. And uh, yeah, thank you everyone for the support, for the cheers. Luis was on it today, I heard. <laughs> it was uh, one of his days, but uh, we managed to hold on and I'm incredibly happy. Yeah, it was not easy. I struggled quite a bit with the balance, especially on the first stint with the medium tire. Max was forcing us to push a lot through the high speed. I opened the front left, but uh, even with all that, I stayed uh, believing that uh, it could still happen. I needed to stay in the race like I was trying to. And then all of a sudden, the safety car gave me the opportunity to, to get back on it. And yeah, we did it. Uh, you can imagine the, the nerves on that safety car restart, knowing it was my chance and getting it done and then the win. Z. Now, Chris, uh, even though Charles Leclerc was a bit grumpy after the the, the, um, the uh, tyre change by Science uh, during the safety car, uh, in truth, Science qualified uh, on pole. He started on pole and, uh, you know, finished the race as uh, in P1, in truth. He deserves yeah, a fantastic weekend. Yeah, 100%. I think when you're taking a look at that initial start signs has had was not fantastic. But I think he made up for it in this race and he definitely deserves it. I think the little bit of sulking and criticism um, of the pit wall that we heard um, from his teammates and he was told off for it immediately afterwards, I think was just a little bit problematic. But also, I think Ferrari came out uh, right at the beginning and said, you know what? We don't have driver one and two. We have these two races and they're going to race and that's exactly what it is. And, and in truth, it makes for, for greater entertainment, doesn't it, Mikey? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And we saw the entertainment um, mm, yeah. on show. I think at Silverstone, I think probably this season, the most exciting race. For sure. Uh, it just wasn't about the restarts. It just wasn't about the safety car. But we also saw that jaw, that sparring between uh, Max Verstappen and Charles Leclerc. You know, they passed each other several times uh, before Hamilton eventually rested away uh, that third and final spot on the uh, on the winners podium. So uh, great racing for me, a great advertisement. Uh, but uh, special credit to Sergio Perez uh, to yeah. come from position 17 mm. and finish in position two. Yeah, what a great drive uh, from the Red Bull that man. Red Bull's and I think it just speaks into the speed that mm. Red Bull has. Yeah. I think they have by uh, some margin yeah. the most superior car on the grid yeah. this season. Yeah, certainly their straight line speed is absolutely frightening and. As a result, driver standings remain the same because Max Verstappen, although he finished in P7 in this uh, race, he still remains out in front in the driver's standings on 181 points. In second, uh, Checo Perez of Red Bull on 147. Uh, Char- Charles Leclerc is in third on 138. In fourth, Carlos Sainz of Ferrari on 127. In fifth position, George Russell on 111. Lewis Hamilton finished third, is in 90, is in sixth on 93 points. Construction standing, Red Bull, Ferrari, Mercedes, McLaren and then Alpine Renault. The next race is the Austrian Grand Prix. It's at the Red Bull Ring uh, this weekend. Quick turnaround.
Oh, well, let's carry on telling you about that Stelvio. It is pure Italian elegant style. The interior features a center console with high quality finishes and useful storage compartments, a leather wrapped gear shift lever, multifunctioning steering wheel, aluminium door seals for a sporty and dynamic look, and a seven inch color instrument panel for a complete overview of new active safety systems and vehicle systems. The new infotainment system is completely redesigned and is equipped with an 8.8 inch multi-touch mm, display. A length there. <laughs> you, you, need, you need that kind of size, length, especially size. when you're driving. Multi-touch the size matters. as well, eh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> display with Apple CarPlay so that you can use all your phone's functions and apps through the system without ever taking your hands off the steering wheel. And if you don't have an iPhone, there's an extension of your smartphone with the Android Mobile OS, which is fully integrated into the system as well. Alfa Romeo Salvio's new infotainment system boasts interactive widgets developed for a more intuitive and therefore immediate interaction. The Stelvio is the absolute pleasure oh. of driving. And <laughs> what, is the, what is the gallery sounds going on in the back? You said pleasure. <laughs> yeah. The Stelvio is the absolute pleasure of driving an Alfa Romeo in the form of an SUV. Uh, the Stelvio rewrites the concept of driving dynamics uh, for its category with a series of innovative uh, safety technologies for driving modes. Alpha Link suspension system, perfect weight distribution, hill descent control and Alpha's Q4 all-wheel drive technology. The Alfa Romeo Stelvio starts from 99500 all-inclusive. That's a drive-away price. Uh, don't wait. Test drive this iconic luxury Italian SUV for yourself at our Zamoko showroom. I saw one the other day. Oh, beautiful-looking vehicle. Uh, Sam Levy's Village, of course, is where we are located in Borrowdale. Alfa Romeo Stelvio. Let beauty drive you. The Formula One Report is proudly brought to you by Zimoko, the home of F1 brands Mercedes-Benz and Alfa Romeo in Zimbabwe. Zimoko, specialized service for special brands. Hi, you're listening to ZFM Sport. My name's Graham Sharp and I'm the first Zimbabwean to take on the Dakar Rally in a bike. Z. Around the world in 60 seconds. International Sports News. We begin in Dunedin where Ireland captain Johnny Sexton has been passed fit for the second test of their three-match series against New Zealand on Saturday. Sexton was taken off with a suspected concussion on 30 minutes during their 42-19 defeat to the All Blacks in the series opener in Auckland last weekend as a slip saw his head collide with the knee of Sam Kane. But Ireland assistant coach Matt Mike Catt confirmed the 36-year-old will be available for selection. We'll head over to Birmingham where Joe Root and Johnny Bairstow both hit hundreds as England continued their resurgence with a record fourth innings chase to beat India by seven wickets in the COVID-delayed fifth test in Edgbaston. Set 378 to win. England finished on 378 for three with former captain Root on 142 not out and Bester 114 not out. His second hundred of the match after he made 106 in the host first innings 284. Virtue saw England level this five-match series at two all. It's touchdown in London where Tatiana Maria battled back from a set down to beat compatriot Yul Niemeyer 4-6-6-2-7-5 to reach the semi-finals of Wimbledon at the age of 34. Niemeyer led for much of the contest but a double fault count in the double figures and a startling number of unforced errors repeatedly helped her opponent back into the match. In contrast, Maria, the world number 103, held her nerve in the match's tightest moments to hold serve, break serve and take the Crucial games. Instagram, follow us on Instagram. Keep us in your timelines. You don't want to miss it. Take a picture of me. See it, share it. Fan zone. Get in touch with the team and have your say your way. Operator. And how can you have your say your way by simply sending a message to 0731-168-045. That's 0731-168-045. Twitter and Facebook at ZFM Sport. We head off to Marondera for the first one of the evening. And it's Taps. How are you doing, Taps? You say Silverstone but by far the best race of the season so far. Unfortunate for Zhu or Zhou. But last nine laps got me on the edge of... 
of my seat. And it, it, it was really exciting racing, wasn't it, Chris? I mean, that's the type of stuff and type of intrigue and drama that's winning over new fans. Yeah, 100%. And it's come at just the right time. I think Formula One was getting a little bit bland, a little bit less exciting. We knew what to expect from it. But this time, I think every single race, but especially Silverstone, we've had some brilliant racing. Lucky Luke is back and he says, good evening, A-team. I'm enjoying myself, by the way. Uh, you are dissecting the Dimbare Institution. What I saw when I watched Dimbare versus Yada left me confused. I entered the stadium when the game was at, uh, on. I thought it was the reserves playing. I had not watched Dimbare play in two years. Wow. Trying, my you know what? And now that person is not likely to go back to the stadium and pay their money to watch. That's it. That's it. They're not going to go back. Good evening to IC Bulao. I say I'm a bit disappointed by the stale display by Ndirai's Dynamos because at Ngezi, his team showed a lot of promise and not this Zim's version of Burnley. As in performance wise, even early in the season, Dynamos were grinding results without looking like the real deal and at no stage that they looked or played like champions in the making the reaction by you guys is a bit over the top um which reaction the top which reaction which one yeah that's what we shouldn't be talking just about need to understand which reaction reaction in terms of uh and it is us who actually saying there's no crisis actually yeah, yeah because uh it's Good to, this Dynamos was going nowhere. So uh, I think if you consistently follow the show and you listen uh, to, to the we, arguments... We've been concerned about the performances for a very long time. Yeah, absolutely. And, and key word is the performances. Not we just the results, but the performances. Mm. And also I think sometimes people confuse when we discuss stories or uh, points of view. They're not always our points of view. Yeah, yeah, uh, we yeah, can yeah. discuss what is an overwhelming sentiment out there and then we bring it here and we discuss it and then we prefer our own views yeah. uh, and so I think that is obviously a line that people need to cut uh, getting on with our messages here and Benavid, uh, Bernard Donovan uh, did the right thing by crossing the Limpopo players should make hay while the sun shines for soccer life is very short from Tichap B out in Bond Mission of course uh, uh, chicken in losing a very reliable goalkeeper very, very reliable goalkeeper who's uh, served them well uh, he's uh, moving across to, to a team I love to say so I'm going to say it Chakuma He's gone across there. Uh, listen, they, 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 they've got a whole bag of money now that's been poured into uh, the second tier of uh, South African mm. football. So they can they can shop uh, a little bit more. And uh, in truth, uh, good for his career. Uh, the flying starter of Dynamos had more to do with the favourites having a slow start than Dynamos being a good team. It's, it's like having a tractor leading a race when the Mercedes ah. is being fixed. <laughs> 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 it's an interesting perspective because... Yes, uh, but then I suppose the, 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 the shake-up comes through when you see the chicken in is still there or thereabouts. Uh, and the ones that have had a flying start are also still uh, rumbling, which is your triangle, your Minika diamonds are still there there or thereabouts. Hi, guys. Problem uh, in FC Platinum is the same Nemasanda Wana Neman City. Once they lead the log, they clinch. Well, that being said and done, that's my story and I'm sticking to it. Master Bex, out. Thank you, Master But it's not Bex. a problem. FC Platinum? <laughs> no, no, I think uh, he didn't mean it in that way. I think oh, just okay. uh, tongue-in-cheek, <laughs> figure <Yes>. of speech. <laughs> yeah. uh, and it's truth. I mean, the dominance of FC Platinum, really pretty much the same uh, as yeah. uh, Chris... Uh, sundowns in South Africa yeah, and yeah. Man City in England. Yeah, 100%. It's it's season in, season out. Can you play the entire season and play it well? I think it's very easy to get caught up in the, you know, they've won a few games, but can you consistently, you know, string together results across a season? And that's what FC Platinum manages to do every season. They close out their seasons well. Evening and and you left out Nyasa, Mark. Uh, yeah. Victor from Kwekwe says, evening team, how about a Special tonight and give us a rugby commentary of our team semi final. Well, would be a full day early, uh, Victor. Yes, uh, <laughs> we'll have to do what 24, 26, 32 hours of commentary. My god, uh, and then we got a message here. And uh, this one, of course, uh, will submit to the appropriate authorities. Good day, my name is Cashmore Muchawonyerwa, a gospel musician. I need to submit my music to your station. How do I go about it? Well, we'll ask our producer to send you, of course. Uh, 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 I think. Uh, 
uh, the contact details that you need in order to submit your music and uh, hopefully we'll be hearing it on the station sometime pretty soon a big fan of gospel chris a certain type of gospel, a yeah. Certain, I, I think more, more, more new, the new age stuff like Elevate Worship is really cool. Okay. Um, Janet Manyo as well, really Janet. good track. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I love Janet. her. Is, um, is she probably the best gospel? I know you, you listen. You don't rate gospel musicians, you know, because it's it's ministry, isn't it? And it's yeah. all about impacting people's lives and people's uh, spiritual lives. But just in terms of prominence right now, she's got probably the, the preeminent gospel musician yeah, in the country. One hundred percent, right up there with uh, Mahindere as well i think when you michael mahindin michael mahindin you know why these artists are managed well and they're managing their personas well what Mm. that does is that it it gets them to another stage when you have performance work they think you can be a brilliant artist if you don't have proper management then then, uh, the the only problem i have with michael mahindin is at all uh, is his first name. Is Michael. <laughs> uh, he's got Poor. a good name. <laughs> Michael Mahindere, Michael Jordan, Michael Schumacher. No, the list is endless. Uh, <laughs> one last wow. message is from Boka in Chirundu. Baboda. Uh, wow. Ndiraya is clueless, guys. The game lacks everything you want to know about football. Your, your hit mu- music station. My station. Your station. It's everybody's station. ZFM Stereo. The big leagues. The big teams. The big players. The beautiful game on ZFM Sport. The beating drum. The roaring fans. Take a ride on the wild side with the Africa Report on CFM Sport. Right, we go to the Women's Africa Cup of Nations where Banyana Banyana head coach Desiree Ellis has hailed her charges 2-1 victory against Nigeria as a massive three points in the quest to lift the Women's Africa Cup of Nations title. The highly anticipated Group C encounter was, as expected, a spectacle of chances and big tackles as the two nations, both title favourites, had no desire to make errors. Let's hear from player of the match, Linda Moflalo, who was pleased with the win. Uh, all glory to God. It has been, uh, first half, it has been very difficult. We started very slow, but as soon as we got the momentum, we carried on and we were able to get two goals second half and we never allowed them to get into our final third. And I think we really did well as a team. You've got to say the start that they got, uh, Chris, uh, that uh, goal by Jermaine Seyopesunwe and then, of course, Hilda Tolakele. Uh, 2-0 up against a good side like Nigeria. Mm. It was the start South Africa needed and eventually that was the start that saw them win the game. Yeah, 100%. Um, when you get a good start in a tournament, I think it only bodes well for you. When you get a good start against one of the best sides in the tournament, I think absolutely brilliant for South Africa. We were expecting them to do well, but to do well against a team like Nigeria and convincingly so I think when you take a look at majority of that game South Africa had Nigeria pretty much under control uh, Alois was there a measure of arrogance uh, coming in uh, from uh, Nigeria you know they've dominated South Africa uh, in the vast majority of games that they've played in fact they are the record holders of this tournament I think they've won it a record nine times is it uh, and they seem to be a bit cocky you know you, you, you read the body language of the teams you know in the tunnel uh, national anthems you know at the start of the game they look like they believe that uh, they just needed to show up and win. Yeah, that's uh, that's exactly the point, Mike. When you look at the situation, they have been dominating, like you said, and uh, they were not paying attention to the steady rise mm. that South Africa has been doing. They've been doing a lot of work outside of, uh, of, of of the of the of the limelight and if you look at the young players that they have been producing you know Refilwe they have been producing mm. and exporting Linda, them yes, exporting European leagues yes, yeah. she plays for AC Milan mm. she, she, she is brilliant That's, she's my favourite player in the in the Banyana squad mm. the brilliant pass for the second goal as well yes, absolutely. that was awesome and the goalkeeper guys the goalkeeper did you see the one touch save yes. that she yes. made you know I was like wow okay so they they, they didn't know I, I think they, they didn't pay attention to that steady growth of South African football and when they were on the field they were cocky you can actually see mm. they were not in a hurry they yeah. thought oh, we've got this they thought but, yeah no yes. we'll win you know they're just exactly. leading yeah. we're going to bounce back exactly. and we're going to win they this shocked. game and they, they, they were shocked well. yeah they did well deserved their game I want to talk about two issues the first one I want to touch on Barry <laughs> oh 
World sport or global sport in different federations have been, in many cases, advocating for transgender uh, athletes. athletes to be involved in competition. Yes. And yet here we've got the case of a woman who, who just happens woman? to have a high level of testosterone. She's not allowed to participate in this competition. Lots of hypocrisy um, in, in, women, in the women's game at the moment because what you see is that you're, you, you essentially what you're doing is you're allowing someone who has had who has gone through puberty and has had the benefit of testosterone not to participate but someone who happens to have a naturally high level and is still a woman by the way still has all of the reproductive attributes of a woman yes yes um i can wrap in a pink blanket all of that that person cannot participate in a tournament because they happen to have a naturally high level of testosterone i think it's very key to say a naturally high because there are obviously instances where people will get an extra jab etc etc but this is a naturally a Occurring um, situation, so it's uh, it's, it's you know incredibly disenchanting. I, I, I had a chance to watch a, a calf press conference this morning, uh, and I enjoyed the question that was asked. It was very simple from the journal: How does Barbara Banda get to play in the Olympics but can't play in a calf competition? You know what the answer was from yeah. calf. Uh, we we will be getting our medical team to respond to you. Absolutely. They didn't have an answer. They, they didn't, didn't have, have an answer. Which tells you that they, it's hypocrisy. It's it absolutely ridiculous that it's hypocrisy. And uh, the action is continuing tonight. Senegal uh, takes on Burkina Faso. That game should be kicking off in four minutes' time. And then later on tonight, it's Uganda taking on Morocco. All the rivalry. Goal for Liverpool early on Derby Day. All the stars. Cut back and De Bruyne. He made that look easy. And I promise you it wasn't. And all the game-changing moments. Aubameyang. Can he find a way through? You bet he can. That is top, top class. All the updates from the Premier League on ZFM Sport. Right, let's give you some updates uh, from Europe, starting, of course, uh, with one of the major stories that is trending. Uh, Manchester United unsure whether Cristiano Ronaldo will fly out with the team on Friday for the pre-season tour of Thailand and Australia. Ronaldo has not reported back to training at Carrington, citing family reasons, but it's believed that he has asked to leave Old Trafford in this transfer window if a suitable offer Arrives. Alois, the marriage seems to have turned sour. Yeah, I, I don't know what happened behind uh, behind the scenes, uh, honestly speaking. But uh, on a personal level, I would have loved to see him stay. You know, uh, try to uh, to to get us some goals, bring in a few new players, try to see what happens. Because I still think that you know what he, we we needed him to guide the younger players. I still think that he's got value. He, yeah, he's, he still has he still has the value. He has Even that if, value, but uh, Chris. Doesn't he want to uh, invest that value in Champions League yes. football? In yes. Champions League football, especially because Ronaldo doesn't have that many... He has more seasons behind him than he does ahead of him. So any season where he's not playing Champions League, <laughs> Champions League football, I think for him is problematic because these are his last kind of good playing years. And, and also that, that record as well, yes. uh, he's looking behind yeah, and looking he's thinking Lionel Messi, Messi yes. and thinking, you know what, that is one of the records that I want to hold on to yeah. Uh, yeah. because it's going to be very difficult to break their two scoring records, yes. uh, especially the one that finishes at the top scorer in the Champions League. Yeah, absolutely. Yes, uh, The GOAT argument is still 
on so uh, he, he and and it's about personal um, uh, legacy right yeah. now uh, so I he wants so. to play at a I Champions agree. League team no matter if it's Napoli uh, he wants to play in a Champions League team let's talk of Barcelona you score yeah. even if I scored three or four goals it's yeah. enough it's that enough my <laughs> I, I think that the one thing that betrays that it's really all about him is the fact that he he's even considering uh, trying to get into Barcelona into Barcelona uh, yes. as, as a Real Madrid legend yeah. I think uh, that just shows that you know what all he wants to do is play Champions League uh, football let's move on with our news uh, Bayern Munich are interested in signing a deal to uh, to sign Juventus centre-back uh, Mattis De Ligt the Dutchman has entered the final two years of his contract and has hit a wall in negotiations of an extension with a move away from the Allianz Stadium now on the cards uh, Dutch footballers uh, tend to do well in Germany Chris mm-hmm. is just across the border and I think he would be a good fit uh, for a Bayern Munich side that's looking for uh, a defender really uh, yeah. to, to sort of like fill the boots left by Mats Hummels mm-hmm. uh, which they haven't had in, in the last couple of seasons and when you take a look at joining a side at the moment like Bayern Munich I think for him he's definitely going to be a good fit like you said culturally um, just making a good fit and also as a player because you're a key piece of a new co- newish coach's plan um, then you're definitely going to have a, a, a good chance and a good time um, out of Bayern Munich alright let's give you of course a confirmation of key deals that have been done former Liverpool striker Divock Origi has joined AC Milan on a four year deal yes. Manchester City have completed the signing of midfielder Calvin Phillips from Leeds on a six year contract very good buy mm-hmm. by very Man City buy. Arsenal completed the signing of Brazil forward Gabriel Jesus on a long term contract from Premier League champions Manchester City another one again I consider a very good buy mm-hmm. and Mauricio Pochettino has left PSG ahead of Christophe Gautier's arrival at the club and of course Gautier has been confirmed as the new manager of Paris Saint-Germain. Yeah, I don't know what they're doing in Paris anyway. Let's see how that goes. We'll talk, we might talk about it tomorrow. <laughs> What's I, that I like, like him. You like him? I like him, yeah. You like, for, you like for, the, the... For, for once, uh, a manager who, who comes in and understands that he uh, the players are, are, the are, are, are the stars okay. uh, right. Mauricio Pochettino I think there was a bit of uh, mm, you know what this guy here he, we saw him win with Nice eh? he's got to work yeah. I mean mm. uh, the only title that PSG has failed to win in recent uh, seasons was is won because by Galtier, Galtier, yeah. he won it with Nice well let's see how he does at Paris tomorrow's Wacky Wednesday don't miss it may God wish you bless you that's my story and I'm sticking to it Manande out and it's Messi the cleanest of clean finishes and the best on the planet. The biggest sports stories. Chelsea, the UEFA Champions League winners of 2021. The biggest interviews. That uh, such a great spectacle is ruined by such such thuggish behaviour. And all the analysis right here. He's the one player that has the arrogance to think that he can play in any stadium in the world and any pitch in the world in front of any player in the world and take them on. Every weekday, it's my sport, it's your sport. It's ZFM Sport on ZFM Stereo. My station, your station. Hi, this is Mike Madud and you can catch me and the team for all the latest breaking news out of the world of sport, local as well as international, on your favorite station, my station, your station, ZFM. We are Z Team on ZFM Sport. Z.